Welcome to the latest podcast from the Plastic Surgery Journal Club. Each month we review an appraiser journal article, typically from PRS, and summarize it for you in this podcast. The full journal can be obtained from the PRS Welcome website. back to the June 2019 Plastic and Reconstructive Surgery Journal Club, coming to you from St. Vincent's Hospital in Sydney, Australia. My name is Damien Marucci. I'm talking to Dr. Tim Wang, who is the accredited registrar at the Children's Hospital Westmead. And we are now talking about an, another Australian paper um, from the uh, group based out of Macquarie University, Drs. Magnuson et al., with uh, Arnand Diva being the senior author, the epidemiology of breast implant associated anaplastic large cell lymphoma in Australia and New Zealand confirms the highest risk for grade four surface breast implants. This was published in the May 2019 Plastic and Reconstructive Surgery uh, Journal. And uh, Tim, what was this about? Oh. This study itself is to, for the authors to further present the data and gives us the updated data as on the risk and as well the number of patients affected by BIA ALCL in Australia and New Zealand since their landmark publication in December 2016. And so tell me about, just summarise the classification system which they proposed in a previous paper looking at texturing. Because there, there are a number of different ways of uh, classifying implant texturing out there. I think Jones et al. is this, is the article which they alluded to, and yep. by they actually divided the surface type of breast implants into four different types, and divide these these four different types shows you not only how rough the 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 texture is, but also how varied the surface area. So it ranges from type four, which is the polyurethane texture breast implants with high surface area and high roughness to an intermediate, which is the Allergan's salt loss process with intermediate roughness and surface area, which is type three, down to salt loss and imprinting, which is the mentor breast implants, um, which had both low surface area and low roughness. And the surface type one is the smooth surface implant or the Motiva, the nano textured breast implants. So this paper is an update on a previous um, paper where they looked at the uh, epidemiology of uh, breast implant associated anaplastic large cell lymphoma in Australia and New Zealand. One of the advantages is is that the main breast implant manufacturers have um, been cooperating uh, with these researchers and giving them uh, numbers in terms of how many implants have actually been uh, used in Australia and New Zealand, uh, which means you know the denominator. And uh, with this, um, uh, with this, it means that um, they can look at the actual incidence for the different brands. So what did they find? They found that in Australia and New Zealand, since December 2016, we've had 26 new cases that have been identified, 22 of these being in Australia and four from New Zealand. And this brings up the total number of cases since the first recorded case in 2007 to 81 from the previous 51 published in 2016. They also show that, that as expected, uh, the most common presentation in these patients were, was a unilateral, a delayed seroma, which affected 84% of these patients, and this is why they come to seek medical the attention. And the mean age was 48 years, with a time of exposure of seven and a half years, with a range between just half a year to up to 25 years since having their breast implants. 
you also shows that 79% of these implants had a surface texture of grade 3 or grade 4. And even in patients who had a smooth breast implant upon diagnosis had been exposed in somewhere within their journey to a textured breast implant. So they did some calculations to determine the incidence of anaplastic large cell lymphoma with the different uh, brands of uh, breast implants. And so what did they find? They found that uh, the most the most common breast implant which they found to be associated with this was the Allergan's BioCell uh, breast implant with a, with a salt loss. And in, in this patient series in themselves, 55% of these of the patients here had been exposed to it. And the second most common was the Silimed polyurethane breast implants with a high surface area. And it shows that uh, uh, the other types of polyurethane breast implants as well as a mentor Siltex poly. Uh, the breast implants only affected about between 1% to 6% of the patients or only ac accounted for 1% to 6% of the patients within this group. Now, because they were able to determine how many of these implants had been sold in Australia and New Zealand, they were able to come up with the figures that for a Silimed polyurethane device, your risk of getting anaplastic large cell lymphoma was about 1 in 2,800, whereas with the BioCell Allergan implant, it's about 1 in 3,300, whereas for the Siltex Mentor implant, it's about 1 in 86,000. So these numbers, from what I understand, are pretty similar in terms of the BioCell and Silimed devices from their previous publication, um, but the Mentor uh, device seems to be doing better in terms of uh, uh, the incidence appearing to be lower uh, than uh, what may have been suggested with their original paper. Um, is there anything else you'd like to say about this study? No, I think this was an excellent uh, follow-up study from the authors, first one in 2016, and in this case they've actually correlated and stratified into four different types based on the, de the degree of texturing themselves. Um, I find these numbers very, very high. I think the incidence from each every publication I read just seems to go higher and higher, and uh, I think it's even hard for me to physically get a, get a grasp on around to how many potential inquiries there could be out there, and maybe we're just not being able to catch all these patients but it does give us a really good guidance in having the preoperative consultation with our patients and giving them an updated uh, numbers on risk. Certainly. Okay, thanks very much. Thank you for listening. For more of our podcasts, head to soundcloud.com or subscribe to us on iTunes and search Plastic Surgery Journals. Remember to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Thanks also to the PRS Journal team for their ongoing support.